Blog Talk Radio. A-Town, we're waiting for Gypsy Soul Child to check on in, but yeah, it's about that time, it is TNC, the next chapter radio, let me read our intro, I like it, welcome to TNC radio, the next chapter, where we will always be diving into open in-depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication, and the journey taken to realize them focusing on transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. Tune in tonight with your host, A-Town and Gypsy Soul Child. I don't know where you at, but he coming. And, yes, dig and be dug in return. So what's up, y'all? Usually um, there's another person in this room with me. You know, we call ourselves intellectual ignorant. And um, 
That's because we like to be intellectual and we also like to be ignorant. And so we hope that you would join in today. And since Gypsy ain't here, I might need some callers in, so I'm going to have to play more music because I don't want to talk for two hours. So if you want to call in, weigh in about anything, please call at 646-668-2574. Again, 646-668-2574. All right. Again, this is the next chapter on the D-Hour Radio Network. So, 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 where we at, where we at, where we at? Oh, what was our last show? I don't even remember our last show, our topic. Our last show was, hold up, when I look at the music, I remember it. You know, my my mind goes by the way. Oh, I think we were talking about prioritizing relationships over dreams and goals, or dreams and goals over relationships. Which come first? If you have anything to say about it, this was last week's hot topic. So the way it works, we have a hot topic and we have a topic of the day. The hot topic is just something we usually pull from news, from something, (laughs) excuse me, something happening during the day, you know, you know, that we figure interesting to talk about. And then we talk about it and we have some very interesting ones. The running one is, does crazy outweigh fine? In other words, and we use Halle Berry, because Halle Berry is fine, and then for women or whoever's attracted to men, substitute in whatever dude you want. If that person, Halle Berry or the man of your choice, was as crazy as they were fine, would you still date them? That's a conundrum, because we love aesthetics. We love fine. And sometimes we like crazy. But what if they were just as crazy as they were fine? Does the fine outweigh the crazy? And if so, how? I want to know. Like I said, you can call in 646-668-2574. This is the Next Chapter Radio. So getting into last week's topic, we basically talked about whether – you had to choose between relationships and your personal goals and your dreams because sometimes they do conflict. But our basic conclusion was it wasn't them that conflict. It's the people or you that conflict. In other words, you might not be in a position where you're ready to accept a relationship because you were focused on your goals or the person that you get with might not be the person that is conducive to your goals. Some people hold you back. I know when I lived as an artist, it was a big problem because I would travel a lot and I get hollered at a lot. I get questioned a lot and it turned into work. The relationship turned into work and mostly all of them because the dictates and demands of the job, the goal, the dream were conflicting with the person I was with, their concept of a relationship. So, for instance, I'll give you an example. Did a comedy show. Everybody know comedy shows. You know, they track a lot of people, men and women, sometimes more women than men. This one did. And there was a whole lot of fine women in the, sh- you know, in the, in the audience. 
So before the show, I'm doing poetry to open up for the thing. So I bring in the girl I'm with. I walk her into the VIP area. I sit her down. I kiss her on the cheek like I'm about to go be about my business. Because, you know, as an artist, you got to mingle. You got to talk. You got you got you have to put on that persona. And you have to be available for the fans to be around you and interact with you. So I'm interacting, doing my thing. I get up. I have a wonderful show. Ovation. Everybody's loving it. Asking for an encore. Do more pieces at a comedy show. Afterwards, the artists are doing a meet and greet. And this is a simple meet and greet. And the girl I'm with got upset. Even though she's actually standing right next to me, like kitty corner behind me, while I'm doing the meet and greet. And like I said, I walked her into the venue up front in the VIP and kissed her before I walked off to do my business. And she was upset because the women were walking up flirting and they didn't care that my girl was behind me. And she felt as if they were trying to pull me away from her. Not like physically, but you know, gather my attention, get me to notice them. And she was mad at me because she said, I did not acknowledge her enough. Now, I'm like, listen, I brought you in. I walked you up to the front in the VIP, kissed you, and you're standing like with about two inches between us, and it's kind of obvious I'm with you from that. But she wanted me to tell the fans, and I was like, listen, I'm not telling people that I'm with you because they are buying a concept, an idea. They're buying hope. You know, people don't care if a star is married. They fantasize about being with them or pulling them away. And, you know, hopefully if you have any integrity as a star, you're not going to let that mess with you or pull you in. You see what I'm saying? So it comes to that point where, you know, I'm just like, this is just part of the game. I'm selling an image. And she got mad, and she was like, well, you know, I thought this whole thing disrespectful. And I never brought her to another performance again because she couldn't handle it. So we ended up breaking up. She was not conducive to my dreams because I'm living the life of an entertainer, and she didn't like the illusion of availability I gave when I was selling product or selling myself as like, yo, come to my next show. Yeah, your beautiful smile, come through, blah, blah, blah. She had an issue with it. So we had to let her go. And that's because every time I did something in the industry, she questioned its value, its merit, why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it with. And I'm like, listen, if you don't trust me, we don't need to be together. And we ended up breaking up. So in that case, the woman was not conducive. The relationship, I mean, was, no, I'm not saying the woman, the relationship wasn't conducive to what I was doing. But then there was one girl I dated, and we dated for a long time, and she worked out because when I came in town from traveling, she didn't ask me who I was with, what I do, did anybody touch me, did anybody flirt with me. She would ask, how long are you in town? How much time do we have? Let's get together. And when I got together, it wasn't a questioning, you know, this interrogation about, well, did you flirt with anybody? Did anybody flirt with you? It was just like, how did the show go? Did you sell some product? Did you, did, you, did you rock the place? Did people enjoy you? You know, were you successful? And we worked out, but then she had commitment issues. So 
we end up breaking up because you know she sabotages relationships when she sabotages relationships when we get when she got too close. But she was conducive to what I was doing. I didn't have to change my ski or what I was doing to be with her, and I still could run around the country and other places and do what I needed to do to get my grind on. And I see our, our co-host, uh, Gypsy Soulchild, in the house. What up, Gypsy? How you doing? Gypsy? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How oh, y'all there we doing? go. There we go. How y'all doing? If y'all don't know, he was short, so he probably wasn't on the microphone like he should be. Put the, put the microphone down a little bit shorter so you can reach it, oh. Gypsy. Okay. I, I had to get that one in. I'll accept that just for today. <laughs> 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 I'll just pick it with you. So, yeah, you know, I summed up the last week's show, and um, I was just talking, you know, giving the format of the show. And then um, one of the examples I gave when we were talking about, you know, prioritizing relationships over dreams and goals, I basically talked about a female who I dated who was not conducive to the entertainment world because she didn't like the idea of me creating the illusion of availability and, you know, flirting to sell product and all this other kind of stuff. She wanted me to sit up next to her, and when women came, be like, I'm with her. I'm like, I'm trying to sell a book or a CD. I ain't talking about I'm with her, you know, unless you're going to buy all the books and CDs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I, I'm aware, you know, but, you know, it was one of those things. So, you know, any any thoughts that you have for that about last week's topic about um, dreams and goals that you might not have said or might have thought about over the week? Let's see. Uh, I got nothing. Okay. Okay. You know, we always check in. It's a clinical part of me. We all check in to see how everybody's doing. So how was your week? What's going on with you? How you be? Whew. My week was busy, productive, informative, and okay. still going. <laughs> still going. <laughs> still going. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your week? My week was um productive. I still didn't get through the book, but it's a book that I'm studying. So it's it's called The Emotional Code and it talks about how to release trapped emotions from your body in different ways. And some of them are magnets, some of them is talk, all this other kind of stuff. <clears throat> and so I'm learning, you know, practicing the techniques and stuff, so it's gonna be a little bit longer. It's a very interesting book. Um I started editing my other book. I'm almost done with my website. And then um, my graphic artist is going to have one cover done for me in, like, the next couple of days. And then in the next month, he's going to have the other two covers for me. So, like I said, by December, I'm going to have, like, four books in, um, in rotation that I'll be, you know, pitching out. Well, actually, five books if you include my poetry book and my CD. So, yeah, just doing that, getting busy, um, transitioning out of my job. Yeah, man, it's just been busy, but it's been good, you know. So I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm cool. You know, I'm nervous, and, and I'm thrilled all at the same time, you know, because you're transitioning, and 
you know, from one thing to the other and, you know, dealing with some other personal business from things years back. But other than that, man, like I can say I'm honestly in a good place, man. I've been cleaning up my place because it got kind of messy. And so, you know, as my house goes, so my life usually reflects. So if my house is in disarray, that means my life is kind of in disarray. But when my life is in order, I like the crib to be in order. So the crib is becoming more in order, and I feel good with that. And I feel good about the writing, man. This is this is a good time to be me, and I'm really appreciating the journey and everything that goes along with it, man. But, yeah, I'm good. And for all those who want to chime in, again, you can call us at 646-668-2574. Again, 646-668-2574. You know, and, um, yeah, so we talked about last, summary last week. We got our weeks off with our affirmations. So your affirmation was to um, be productive um, and busy. So I, I think you, you successfully did that. I modify mine a little because the book, like I said, is more work than, you know, just reading. So I'm good with that. And so we good. So I do have a topic. If you don't have one, I always give you first dibs. So the topic of the day we know is just talking about who you surround yourself with. But do you have a hot topic or can I go into mine? No, you can go into yours, but I want to touch on your hot topic from last week. Okay, go ahead. What's my hot topic? Oh, you're talking about um the brother. Yeah. As soon as you said it, it just exploded everywhere I looked. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's I mean, it went from me not knowing what happened or what was going on to just it's everywhere now, so I'm loving it, and you know I'm doing my research and everything about about him more and more and more and more. Um, unfortunately, uh, me just lending blind support to you know somebody who's saying they were done wrong, you know Al Sharpton kind of ruined that in 1989 for me, you know him and That's funny. <laughs> Al Sharp. All right, so I'm going to mess it up. Brothers with puns always messing stuff up. First they shoot me hey, hey, Jody hey. and Baby Boy, and now they're messing up my stuff for my brother. There you go. Hey, I, the Brothers with puns are redeemed Ryan O'Neill and uh, James Brown. So, you know, there's redemption. <laughs> okay, okay. Slight redemption because you have to have one of the most impeccable characteristics or be the most one of the highly talented people on the planet to, to rock a perm and, and still get, you know, anything from me. So, yeah, shout out to James Brown. You know what I'm saying? Can never hate on the, the, the you know, Godfather. So, but, you know, Woo! the perm. The perm. Okay. So, today's topic if there's any women in this in, the, in listening, y'all probably gonna want to call in. And listen, we we're heavy on men, so we want women to call in to give us a female perspective. So check it out six four six 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 eight two five seven four. If you want to talk about the hot topic of the day, 
Now, the hot topic of the day I like because I'm putting Gypsy on blast because he in a relationship right now. He ain't gay. He getting married. Is you getting married in Hawaii or you getting married in like the Bahamas? Where we getting married at? I mean, you getting married. I ain't getting married. Question is, okay. am I getting married? No, I'm, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. New topic of the day. Is Gypsy getting married? No. <laughs> Somebody call in and tell him what's happening. Um, not, no. not if Hallie called me. <laughs> if Hallie called, all bets are off. Hallie? Hey. You are running topic. Because we heard that you are as crazy as you are fine. And we're trying to figure it out. Gypsy figured it out. I, I'm, I'm telling our soul. So here we go. Here we go. Hot topic of the day. If you get married, can one of your friends date any of your exes? Is that okay? And the reason I ask this is because I just saw it on a TV show, like I was flipping channels, and they were talking about it, and everybody was just bugging out. And in real life, it happened to me, where one of my friends who got married, his ex, who I knew from him, you know, when they were dating, you know, and I knew her more as his ex than my friend, pulled up on me. And I'm not going to tell you his response. I want to hear your response first. So, Dipsy, you got your boy. Your boy's name is Tommy. You have an ex-girlfriend. I'm making up her name. Her name is Susan. You know, I just picked it. You know, that's the name I picked. And you get married, and then Tommy tells you he wants to date Susan. Is it okay? Ooh. And while he thinks about that, I'm going to give you a break. I'm going to give you a number. So y'all can call in. Is it okay for one of your friends to date one of your exes after you get married? 646-668-2574. And that's the hot topic of the day. The topic of the day is surrounding yourself with people. Who should they be and how do they affect your rise or move to the next chapter? But right now, that's enough time. For Gypsy, 646-668-2574. The question is, if you get married, is it okay for one of your friends to date one of your exes? Gypsy, you are now on the hot seat. Answer the question, my brother. Tommy and Susan, is it okay? You know what? Mm. Susan, fine. Susan really fine. But is she crazy? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. And Tommy um, is really ugly. And Susan really, no, I'm joking. Go ahead. So Tommy and Susie, is it okay? Susie was a gold digger, and she can have that rotten face. No. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga look like a pinky toe. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> nah, um... <laughs> no, I mean, look, it all depends on. Um, everybody has that ex that's just off limits. 
We do. They off limits. They off limits. Just for all time. Just like they off limits. Like I just know you cannot be with her. No, not at all. Not now. Not never. No. But you married. Not now. Not ever. Because there is. I believe I and this is just my personal belief. Everybody mm-hmm. has when you're on your way to finding your spouse, you go through a process of dating or just figuring out what you like, what you don't like. Hey, okay. I like you know, hey, I don't like women with this. I like women like this. I don't like this personality. I don't like that personality. And there are some times where you end up with somebody and you may sincerely just, they they may infiltrate your heart so seriously okay. and so severely. And although okay. you are married, you know, it's just, hey, man, you can, you're my friend and this was somebody who was really, really dear to me and they and they it was really it was a lot of love and if we're friends there's a good chance that if this becomes your lady I'm gonna have to interact with her and although I'm with my spouse that's just gonna make for awkward ass time. This is gonna make okay. the things to be awkward. So okay. let's not do that. Now Okay I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench. Okay go ahead. Are you are you ain't done? Go ahead. Break it down, cause I got, I got a monkey wrench for you. I have a monkey with a wrench. Go ahead. And then and then there's some that you just like. Ooh, hey, uh, yeah, you can date her, but just don't bring that that blankety blank around me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I got restraining orders. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I almost kicked her ass down the flight of steps, and uh, you know I don't want to have to fight her and you, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. So there. here's a monkey wrench, Mon- monkey with a wrench, right? Okay. You marry, and your wife comes to you, pissed off, like P O, like capital P, capital I, all caps. Over, just like piss, and you're like, baby, what got you so bent? And she'd be like, my girl Susan is dating my ex boyfriend Tom, and I'm upset about it. How you feel that she been out of shape that her friend is dating her ex? How you feel about that? Because she emotional, she upset, she wanted to kick Susan to the curb. For dating time. Well, if she's that you upset about, about that? Susan, if she's that upset about Susan dating Tom, they can all just be a thruple together. Uh huh. But see, you're talking about homie can't date homegirl. I said that's how I feel, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. like, but. Would your you talk to your wife your about it? No, no. Hell no. <laughs> That's because. Oh, oh, here come the back door. I ain't going to say nothing to the wife about me being upset about this. 
No, no, that's the problem. But you got, you and your boys, no. Hey, man. Don't, don't, don't. It's a, it's, it, I'm going to give up the man code right now. It's a cold subject. <laughs> hey, man, you know, you can't date her. Like, not now, not never. Why? Because she was this to me at one time. You can't date her. She's off limits. Off limits. Flat out, I don't care. You can't mess with her. You, can, you can't mess with her. Because you might. <laughs> Because emphasis on you, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can't mess with her. Nobody in my crew can mess with her. And every guy got that that one or two females that they're like that about. And I'm quite, I, I'm not a woman. I'm sure women have that same guy, the male equivalent to that. You know, again, I'm not a woman, so I don't know, but. You know the man code. Just hey man, it's you know. Now it's not like you saying, well, hey, all of my exes, y'all can't date, nigga. I, you know, once I hit, once I touched them, nah, you were crazy. But you know, every everybody's got that one person that was like, hey man, y'all can't, y'all my friends, y'all can't never talk to. Y'all can't never, y'all can't never date ever, ever. Ever, 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 never, ever, never. And you know that's just you know guys got you know fellas get, should respect that. You know, if I'm dating a woman that I know you dated, you know, or if I'm interested that I know, you know, you ask, hey man, you know, we boys and all, but you know, I don't know how how severe this thing was between y'all, you know. She's single, I'm single, you know, we looking at, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, you know, are you going to be all right with it? You know what I mean? Just just showing, you know, respect to the friendship. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference between showing mm-hmm. respect to, to the friendship and, you know, just, when you, when you got married, so, you know, they all up for grabs. Like, nah, dog. Like, <laughs> come on, dog. You can't do that. You know, nah. Oh, man, you know, I remember when he was dating her, you know. You know, in the, in the, in, in 98, she married now, so, you know. Fair game. No, dog. Like, that's, come on. <laughs> well, okay, so. I'm, I'm gonna bring you bring it up, you know. And this is not this is not a view I espouse. This was a view that my boy espoused. Now, for those who want to know, we're talking about is it oh if you are married, is it okay for one of your friends to date one of your exes? If you have any say so about this, anything you want to input, please call us at six four six 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 eight two five seven four. And understand, we're not gonna judge you. We're not going to tell you, like, you're wrong or you're right, because in here we don't give, you know, we don't give, like, absolutes. We just give suggestions and ideas, and we want to know, what would you do if you were married and one of your friends wanted to date one of your exes? And I mean on any level. So i tell you what happened with me. What happened was, right, 
is a girl who I met, and I met her through my Sifu, my my JKD instructor. So that's how I knew her. We became cool, but, you know, it wasn't one of those things where, you know, come over to her house, cool, talk to her, cool, when you ain't around, cool. When we were around, like, we were cool. And so <clears throat> one day I went into her. It's just near her crib. And so I just, like, I walk her home. And then, you know, she kind of made a move on me. She kissed me. And I was like, oh, this is kind of awkward, you know, trying to And so I come to him. And I'm like, listen, man, um, got an issue. And he's like, what? I said, you know, your ex and gave him the name. I said, kiss me. We kind of, yo, I don't know what to do, man, because I'm attracted to her. You know, she's good looking, but. That's your ex. And you know what he told me? He said, dude, I'm married. I don't have exes. He said, I just have a wife. I don't lay claim. Once I got married, I don't lay claim to any woman except my wife. I don't count anybody as exes. I don't count anybody as former loves. I don't look at them in any kind of emotional connection anymore. I have a wife. And then there's all the other women on the planet. So if you want to date her, date her. And I'm like, are you cool? Because remember, I said Sifu was his instructor, which means he can kill you. So I had to make sure he was really, 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 really cool because you know, I don't want to date her and then walk up to him like, you know, walk into her, walk up to him <coughs> holding her hand, and, you know, he chopped me in my neck, and all of a sudden I don't make it to live to have children. You see what I'm saying? That could be precarious. So I'm like, you sure you sure? You sure you sure you sure? And he's like, yes. So what is about that perspective where he says, once you get married, and he, I'm just report, I'm just expanding this out to um, all relationships that are in marriages, whether same sex, different sex, man, woman, whether you the whether whether it's the you know your, uh, the female's friend or the male's friend, whatever. Once you get married. Do you relinquish any kind of emotional or relationship, like we said, code toward that person? Like, is the only woman that you acknowledge now, or the only man you acknowledge now, your husband or your wife? What do you? Th- and, and, and even if no, what do you think of that philosophy? Because that's what it is. He was like, "Listen, I'm married. I only have a wife. I don't refer to anybody as my ex." That's somebody I used to date, but that's it. Like this, it's not anything where I'm putting a title on her because now I have a wife, and therefore I shouldn't have a title on anybody else. What say you? He's a better man than I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's not not happening. <laughs> He said, um, "He just gave up the ghost. See, like I ain't gonna even argue. He's better than me. <laughs> give, give that brother the trophy. He won the race. Just go ahead. We ain't right. we ain't even do it. <laughs> he a better man than me. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. You know, my, listen, my mom." I was a little kid, and I hated Billy D. Williams and Teddy Pendergrass because of my mom. <laughs> Why? Because 
nobody wants to hear their mama go, ooh, Teddy Pendergrass is so sexy. Ooh, Billy D. Williams is so sexy. Only way that nigga got redeemed was because he was Lando Calrissian. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Then I had to grow up to separate Billy D. If Teddy Pendergrass didn't get into that car accident and wasn't in a wheelchair, I still wouldn't like that nigga to this day. Thanks to my mama. It's just nasty and trifling. But my mother told me something. Because when she said it, I was like, ugh, I'm telling my daddy. I said, boy, let me tell you something. I'm married, not dead. And I got eyes. And I've known guys. Be, and your father has known women before me. As long as he ain't or I ain't chasing after some dude while I'm with him and being married, um, that ain't all of that other shit goes out the window. So what? I got eyes. So taking that further to length, you know, people got histories. You know, yeah, well, I have a wife, and they say, you're a better man than me, dude, because that doesn't negate history <laughs> to me. Hey, I may feel some kind of way about you dating, uh, you know, a buddy of mine dating uh, my high school sweetheart. I may feel some kind of way, you know, I may feel some kind of way about that if she still, because at one point in time, she held a special place in my heart. And there were things that um, I may have confided in her that I didn't confide in my friends at the time. There may have been some things that she, you see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it, it's that aspect of, of things that I'm looking at, not, for the sake of, well, I'm laying claim to a woman and this, that, and others. Like, no, nah, dude, there's certain, certain relationships that are different than others. And yeah, I but no, I, I'm ta- that's what, but that's what I was talking about. He was saying that it didn't no, did not matter the relationship he had with her or how deep. Once you married, you don't have anybody else. You are just with you and that woman. But we're going to think about that. So if y'all have anything to say about this matter, you can call in 646-668-2574. Is it okay for your ex to date one of your friends once you get married? Think about this and just remember, like my man Donnie Hathaway says, if it's okay with you, you got a friend in me. All right, this is Donnie Halfway. You got a friend in me. Think about it. Can your friend date your ex when you get married? Little tune I had the pleasure of recording with this Roberta Flack. You got a friend, y'all.
Hathaway, which you got a friend, and that was live at the bitter end from 1971. Love Donny Hathaway. There's all kinds of stuff, conspiracy theories about whether he committed suicide or he was pushed. But I don't want to get into that. That could be another, you know, hot topic. So, Gypsy concluded that um, my friend is a better man than him because there is no way that you could date one of his exes, if you were his boy, you know, depending on the relationship they had with each other. So, I got that. We good. I think, I tend to go with my boy, though. You know, once I get married, I ain't laying claim. I ain't dealing with it, emotional or not. Y'all go kick it, because I'm off the market. You know, don't be lonely because of me, because I ain't going to leave while I left marriage, but I wouldn't leave marriage for somebody. You know, I left marriage because of somebody I was with, not for somebody else. Yeah. So, 
there we go. But now we got a couple minutes, 15 minutes before we get into, you know, the main topic. So I have a question. It's just all this stuff going on today. So right now, like I said, the hot topic was, can you date an ex if you're married? Not me. Hold on a second. All right. Can someone who's your friend date an ex if you're married? If you got anything to say about that, 646-668-2574. Okay. The next hot topic I have today is in, you know, the entertainment world. Um, and it's basically Jesus coming back as Kanye West. How do you feel about that? Like, you know, his, he got Sunday church. You know, I heard that he's selling Jesus or Jesus sweaters for $255. He charges $50 to get into Sunday service. You know, he's speaking with Joel Osteen and all this other kind of stuff. You know, what do you think of Kanye West? The minister, you know, and he got a, he got he got a um, album out, CD out called Jesus is King. I've not heard it. I've heard I saw some of the lyrics. I was underwhelmed by them to say the least. But um, you know, in other words, after I read them, I wasn't running out like, oh yeah, let me go get that CD. I was like, oh okay, you know, I'll I'll wait for the movie to come out on HBO or something. So yeah, how you feel? You know, uh, Jesus coming back is Kanye West. Or Kanye West starring in a real life movie called, you know, Jesus. How do you feel about that? And he said he was about to change his name to billionaire Christian genius Kanye West or something like that. Like, I'm sorry, it's just so much. How do you feel? Let me know. On one hand, Jesus. that nigga's going to make me an atheist. Uh, <laughs> 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 like that? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm through with all this shit. Like, <laughs> like, no, I just, I can't. Just, that's just, I'm done. Like, you know. <laughs> on on one hand, on the other hand. It's like, please get that nigga your business card and tell him that you do therapy sessions, okay? Cause <laughs> he, no, I mean, and, 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 and I'm saying it in a funny manner, but he ain't been, like, for real. Like, I used to rock with Kanye. First three albums. No, first four albums. You know, College dropout, late registration, uh, yeah. graduation, 808 and heartbreaks, and you know, and then his mama died. And now he's making music with Mr. Rourke and Tattoo on Fantasy Island. He needs, <laughs> he needs a hug, a cookie, and a therapist. Like, straight up. <laughs> Oh my like I'm, no, I'm like I'm like, and I and I I used to rock with Kanye, but he need he like after his mama died, he just he was just unhinged. His mom was his grounding cord. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His mom was his ride or die chick. 
for real, for real. You know, she kept him grounded. She kept him right. She kept it, you know, and he said all of this stuff. And then he showed you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he is, he is, like, if you look at Kanye West now and look at old pictures of him late 90s, early 2000s, you can't even tell me that's the same dude. For real, he, he it's 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 sad. It's sad that he's like that. You know what I mean? He's not even a caricature of what he used to be. You know, that's just Kanye by himself. Okay, but I got a comment on the Yeezus thing. Let us not forget. No, no, I got to comment on this. <laughs> I don't know if she is directly involved in it or if some raggedy, and I know we probably, Twitter, it, we are about to get the shit trolled out of us on Twitter. What I'm about to say. I don't know if Beyonce has something to do with this or if somebody just came up with, no, or just came up with this idea and decided to do it. There is a church of Beyonce. Yes, there is. Okay. I don't know if they're worshiping her, but they're setting Beyonce up like she is a goddess. Uh, Okay. You, You can't tell me that. And I, I, you know, I got to, I'm in front of a computer, so I got go to Google it. Go ahead, look it, it up. Um, go, go, Google it. Google it. And, and, and again, you, yeah. Okay. I'm, and then, I'm, I'm going with you. And then her husband was running around calling himself. The church service that worships. Beyonce, really worships get information at Beyonce Mass. Beyonce bought. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Beyonce Mass. Mass. And then there's Beyonce is groundbreaking worship service featuring Beyonce's music. Her music? Yeah. What music is she doing in church? I, is it not like listen, a real church? It's just it's not like okay, I get it. I'm good. They're worshiping her as if she's a deity. I'm People not, are going to church it. to worship. Hold on, I'm gonna read the title because you said it. Uh, people are going to church to worship Beyonce in San Francisco. Okay. Oh, 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 you right. wonder why okay. California burning? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, you got me. My mouth was open. Uh, for real? <laughs> I can't make this up. And let us not forget that her husband for years has been running around calling himself Jehovah. So with yes. Kanye coming back as Jesus, hey, y'all didn't see this shit coming? <laughs> like this shit just made this just makes perfect sense to me from what they were positioning themselves years ago. Becoming a believer first, at Beyonce Mass. First they because first they were running around as the king, the queen, and the jester. That was what Kanye was. He was the one that that said all the outlandish stuff 
so that Beyonce and Jay-Z could be regal and say, hey, man, don't say that. And then, you know, be gracious and get all those accolades. And Kanye could just be known for being outrageous and pushing the envelope. Because that suited his personality back then. Because he was very thought-provoking and was pushing the envelope. But then, after his mama died, all bets was off. And then and they was off to the races. So Jehovah, the deity of Beyonce, and Jesus. That is the unholy trinity, and y'all wonder why it's seventy seven degrees in December in certain parts of the damn country that ain't tropical. Fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, cause like like yeah, I mean, it's one thing from the the, the hip hop braggadocious, you know, nature. You know, there is hip-hop, you know, like, you know, LL talking about Jack the Ripper, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we got people just saying, I mean, that Braggadocia was part of hip-hop, but I would never want to see a church of LL, as dope as I think he is, and, you know, as far as Lauryn Hill is, I would never like to see a church of Lauryn Hill or a church of the Fugees. I mean, that that would be disturbing to me. And, and so, yes, you know, um... You know, I was reading this Church of Beyonce. They said from, you know, I guess remix renditions of, you know, Survivor to other thing, and they say, what is it? Uh, song is based on her lyrics. Woo! Oh my goodness! Yeah, okay, yeah, Beyonce mass. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how to take that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just think about it. Just think about all the stuff coming out now. Think about no, I'm saying this. Think about the magnitude of the people who came out before this generation, like past generations. Just think. If they did the same thing that we're doing, I mean, there'll be a church of Prince, a church of Dorothy Dandridge, a church of Michael Jackson. It'll be a church of Billy Holiday. I mean, oh my goodness. You know, it would be a church of Red Fox. I mean, that would be really interesting, though, I have to say. So. If y'all got any comments about this It was called the Deaf Comedy Jam (laughs) Oh, there you go So, if anybody got any say-so about this We're talking about the church of Beyonce We're talking about, you know, Jesus coming back As Kanye West Uh, You know, can you date your ex? Can someone date your ex if you get married? Call in, we need to know We need answers 646-668-2500 Seven four, we gotta know. Is it all right for somebody, a friend, to date your ex if you married? Is Jesus coming back as Kanye West? Is Church of Beyonce? I, I, I mean, I, I gotta read more on it because I don't know how to comment on it. Cause I'm just like, what? I don't know. So help me. And then there's this one thing that I saw on Facebook, and I didn't believe it, but it's true. It is a brother. Getting arrested on a um, on a train platform for eating 
an egg McMuffin. And I don't know what kind of sandwiches, but it looked like an egg McMuffin. And literally the cop told him he's under arrest because you're not allowed to eat on the platform. I'm like, yeah, and let's, let's play the cards. The cop was a white male, and the person eating the sandwich was a brother. But, I mean, it looks like this. Let's just say it is illegal. And the cop has the legal right to arrest the brother. Do we ever think that it's okay during the morning commute to arrest somebody for eating a sandwich? Because that's all he was arresting him for. He asked, what you stopped me for? He's like, because you're not supposed to eat on the on platform, so you're under arrest. Like, I actually started. I actually saw that video, and the brother commented that there were no signs that stated that, and the Egg McMuffin that he bought was sold in a cafe in the train station. Yes. (laughs) But I'm just like this. Let's just say it was illegal. What kind of small peanut head mind would you have to have to say in your mind that because that brother is eating a sandwich on the way to work, he is a criminal worthy of jail. Like, that ain't even racism. That's just straight stupidity. Like, no. I mean, even I think even a racist cop would have been like, did you get him for littering? No, he was eating. Like, damn, Sam, that's kind of shallow, brother. Like, just get him for throwing the paper on the ground like you arrested him for eating a sandwich? That's low for even a Klansman. It's just like, damn. Like, you don't even have the you don't even have the illusion of propriety or any kind of, like, common sense or, or, or just insight. Just, no, nah, man, he, he, ate that, he ate that sandwich kind of tough. And, you know, I figured, you know, the, the eggs had parents. You know, the bread, you know, it used to grow on the earth. So he was assaulting the animals and the plants. So, you know, he going to jail. <laughs> you know, when How I saw that, that? Now, when I saw that, it was a light-skinned brother. So I was like, damn, man, I'm chocolate. I was like, damn, if they arresting the DeBarge family, uh, we ain't got, <laughs> we ain't got no, <laughs> I ain't got no hope. We all in trouble. You know? <laughs> right, like, you know, smoothies <laughs> Smoothies in public, that's all I can have. <laughs> like, you know. Well, you know, now so you know that adds a new one because we got driving wild black, we got living wild black, we got walking wild black, we now have eating wild black. So, brothers, understand that the only thing that you can do and not get arrested or shot by the police. Is not exist because we've proven that in any other situation you can get to work. Like the brother laying on his back, hands in the air, next to an autistic child playing with a truck, and brother gets shot. And brother, he can even hold it. He's like, Why'd you shoot me? He's like, I'm on my back, hands in the air, not moving, and you shoot me. It's just like you, you're sitting too still. I mean, like, what is what, like? And then the cop said, I didn't mean to. It's like, so you mean you got an autistic child with a truck and a brother laying down with his hands in the air on his back, and somehow you slipped up and shot him. 
Like, why is your finger on the trigger? It's <laughs> just like I can understand the gun. Okay, I can't. No, I really can't understand the gun pointing. But your fingers on the trigger. Like you thought the autistic child was going to throw a truck at you, or the brother was going to do like a black lightning and jump up into the sky and and shock you and kill you all. Like, yeah. So it's just some crazy stuff. I mean, you know, I was raised Christian. I find out now that you know, Kanye could be my savior. <laughs> I'm finding out Beyonce is a saint that I never heard of. And you can get shot, you know, or I mean arrested for eating a sandwich. So I'm just totally disillusioned. And if your ex is fine, I'm upset that you won't let me date her, even if you married. We're supposed to be brothers. What kind of selfishness is that? I'm saving you. I know some of my exes. <laughs> <laughs> First he came out with slave rag. Now he coming out with Jesus wear. I'm like, this brother don't know whether he would want to be like enslaved or saving. But I mean, like, the slave wear had me. When I saw the slave wear, I, I wanted to smack him in his face. I'm like, for real? <laughs> like, what, what, what manner of ignorance? Oh, my goodness. Let me do a, I can't even go there. Let me do a, a station break. This is the TNT. <laughs> Radio, this is Next Chapter Radio on D Alpha Network. Um, welcome to TNC Radio, the next chapter where we will always be diving into open, in depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication in the journey taken to realize them, focus on transitioning from one level to another, and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. Our main topic of the day is who do you surround yourself with and does it matter when you're moving on to the next chapter? But before then, we've talked about everything from does crazy get canceled out by fine? Can your friend date your ex if you get married? Is Kanye really Jesus? Is Beyonce a, 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 a deity? And, you know, what kind of sandwich can a brother eat on the train without getting arrested? I mean, brother got questions. You know, and I always ask Gypsy because he's supposed to be the enlightened one, you know, so I, I ask him. So, Gypsy, what yeah. kind of sandwich could, could, what kind of sandwich could the brother have eaten on the training platform without getting arrested? An egg Do McNuffin. You know? <laughs> An egg McNuffin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically the brother could not eat. Is that what we saying? Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, listen. He, I, 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 I get. I'm just happy the brother got a, is alive. That's you know at this point. This is, I'm mm-hmm. just a small victory. He's alive. Like you know what I mean. I was fearful when because they show him being taken into a room and the door slamming, and that was pretty much where the story ended until you find out that the brother is still around. So it's like, I'm just happy for that. <laughs> like, as a small <laughs> victory. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, hey, hey what you say? 
Uh, what's your favorite line? Yeah, because at this point, it usually don't work out too well for brothers. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out. <laughs> Historically, <laughs> that don't work out. <laughs> this does not usually work out for us. All right, so this is the Odd Network. If you want to call in 646-668-2574, you're on with the intellectual ignorant folks. And, yeah, we about to um, ask you a question this is a jazz remix. Where do you be finding this stuff? TLC, what about your friends? <laughs> and then after that, we're going to go into um, Friends by Houdini, and then we're going to get into the topic of the day. So with that, we're going to do some TLC and some Houdini. Um, as you know, everything got friends in it today because that's what we're talking about. Who should you be around? Who should you make your friends? So 646-668-2574. Comment on anything we want to know. Does crazy cancel out? No, does fine cancel out crazy? Is Jesus coming back as Kanye? Do you go, uh oh, we got somebody on the line. Before we go to the song, let's figure out who this is. What up? You're on the hey. next chapter radio. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's going on? Hey, where do I know this voice from? Yes, you know me. <laughs> we work together. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> what is up? Tell us who you are. Okay, um, my people. name is. Okay, my name is Phyllis Latham. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, Lawrence is a very, very good friend of mine. Um, I'm one of his biggest fans. I'm so proud of him. Um, but no, he invited me to the show and I apologize. I would have been on a lot sooner, but I had a company call myself and I just got off of it. So wanted to listen in, see what you guys were talking about and hopefully I can join in. Okay, cool. So we got a whole bunch of topics because we, it, the topic of the day is your friends, but we had a whole bunch going on before. So I'm going to read you the questions. You let us know which one you want to answer. So the ongoing okay. question we always had is, does fine outweigh crazy? So in other words, if Halle Berry is as crazy as she is fine, or the dude who fits that, is it okay to date him, or would you date him? The other one is, if you get married, is it okay for one of your friends to date your ex, if you get married? Or the other one was, is Jesus coming back as Kanye West? Uh, is is Beyonce a deity that we don't know about? And based on the story that we saw where a brother was getting arrested for eating uh, uh, um, uh, egg muffin, basically, we want to know what kind of sandwich a brother can eat without being arrested. Uh, which question would you like to tackle? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's that's a toughie. Um, okay. <laughs> the one. <laughs> she, hey, you didn't tell me what she was getting into, huh, Jesse? No, he did not. No, he did not. Um, nope. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna go with the one. If I was to get married, would I be mm-hmm. okay with a friend dating my ex? Yes. Ooh. Um, you need to breathe something? You, you need a filler? 
I'm sorry? You need to breathe a little bit before you answer the question. <laughs> yes, <know>. I do. <laughs> well, first and foremost, okay, time's up. Let's um, go. I know, I know. Um, no, but well, first of all, and, and not everybody view this situation like I do, but I'm just going to say how I feel. Um, if that was me in that position where I was attracted to someone that used to be uh, someone's boyfriend, um, I don't know if I would feel like a friend by doing that. And I'll tell you why. Because in the back of my mind, I would always feel like, were you always attracted to him? Or were you waiting on me to get out the way? And then I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it's something that that is always going to be a part of you. You've made a memory together. Be it a short-term relationship or a long-term, you still made a memory together. And you're going to always have that person somewhere in your heart. You may not be in love with him, but you may care, you know, be it, a, you know, male or female, whichever the situation is. And to see someone you close to or grew up with kind of invade in your spot, it's going to make you feel some kind of way. But I, didn't invade. I, didn't even say, I didn't even say invade. <laughs> <laughs> She she has made a declaration of war and colonialism. All right, so I got a question. Could I, could I ask this question? I asked a question to Gypsy. Gypsy had okay. the same answer, like, no, it ain't cool. And I asked him, would you tell your wife that you have in feelings about one of your friends dating your ex? Would you expose that to him and want to discuss it with him? No. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Wow. Because um, he's going to question me and whether or not if I mm-hmm. still feel for him. And why was I worried about it? Because if he's yep. your ex, that's exactly what he is, your ex. And y'all need to leave Uh-oh. the past in the past. So, mm-hmm. saying that, saying that, I think that would be my little secret. Um, <laughs> the way... I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. And I and I would be wrong to say, oh, no, that's in the past. It's okay. No, I would keep my mouth shut and keep that a secret because I don't want to stir up nothing else. It's already bad enough that I'm feeling some kind of way. You know, I'm dealing with my own issues. But to deal with the man I'm with now, oh, no, that's a whole different level. So I just feel that. I don't feel that um, men, so to speak, um, really care about all that other stuff. What they care about is the now. We women have a tendency to worry about now, the past, the present, around the folks. You know, we we tend to worry too much. Where men are just, they have tunnel vision, and they focus on one thing at a time. And it's usually the now. Not with Gypsy. Gypsy was like, hell no. Just you like hell to the mall. Well, I mean that's that I guess I'm just situation experience. Mm-hmm. What I said was this situation. Okay. And, mm-hmm. You know, you got certain people that you like, oh yeah, go ahead, have at it. I gave back that lottery ticket in hell. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess it depends on the person. You know what I mean? If it's somebody that you could not wait to run from, you'd be like, oh, please, have at it. But if it's somebody that I care about, a friend of mine that I really care about, it's not not so much jealousy, but I care enough about her to say, listen, you saw what I went through. I could not wait to get out of that situation. Be careful. Now, the chemistry between you two may be different, but I'm just, I would warn her and just say, be careful. If it's somebody I care about, but somebody that's just a mutual friend, I could care less. I'd be like, have at it, he's all yours. No, it's, I'm mm-hmm. that from the, but from if it was good. Who, who she was, who she was uh-huh. to me. Like, you know, like, I beat and broke one of my friend's clavicles for trying to date my high school sweetheart. Like, yeah, I beat him, <laughs> but. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, and see, that's, that's the issue. Cause, and, and, I, and I told him because with, with me, it, it, I came in that situation where somebody who I met from a friend who I knew from that, like we became cool. And one day, this is after he's married, and we just, I'm walking down the street, I see her. I walk into the crib, and it wasn't, it wasn't anything like I was pulling up on her. We just cool. So we were talking. I walk her in, and next thing you know, she's pulling up on me, and I'm like, uh, backing up. And I, I have to, all disclosure, you know, um, it was my Sifu's ex-girlfriend. And Sifu was another, you know, word for, like, martial arts master. So, you know, he got his mastery in, like, um, monkey and Shaolin Kung Fu. And he was, you know, a JKD teacher. So the main thing I was making sure is I wasn't going to die. Like, you know, don't do this. He might kill me. <laughs> but then when I talked to him, <laughs> when I talked to him, he said this. He said, I don't have an ex. He said, I'm married, so I don't claim or acknowledge any other relationship except that of my wife. He said, so you can do what you want to, and I was still scared. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I don't want you to change your mind, and I'd be walking down the street, and i catch one in the neck, and I can't walk for the rest of my life. And he's like, no, it's cool. But I thought that was a very interesting perspective. He said, once I got married, I have no other woman and I don't acknowledge any other relationships or connections between me and another woman. So I, I thought that was interesting. And when I asked that Gypsy, okay. J- Gypsy, what did you say when I asked about that opinion? He's a better man than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Gypsy, didn't he, as you see, he didn't even, he was just trying to reason it. He was just like, no, he went. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, 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 give him the prize. I'm done. So that's <laughs> interesting. Okay, my okay. Now I got one. Um, does you you're on here? We, we want a female's opinion, so we gonna get it. Does fine outweigh crazy? Mm. Like for me, it's Halle Berry fine. Halle Berry fine, but she Halle Berry. But she is crazy as she is fine. So think of like one of the finest dudes you know. And if he was crazy as he was fine, would the fine be enough to outweigh the crazy and you date him anyway? No, that's why we're divorced. Absolutely not. Oh, don't well, get a shot now. Don't 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 but, get I mean, us in trouble. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, my husband is 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 a lunatic. I mean, he's, he's very, very intelligent. Fine, 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 fine. And we are very, very good friends to this day. However, mm-hmm. he is very territorial. And if 
to this day, even though we're divorced, um, he still feels like whenever we hang out or whenever we're close to one another that he literally owns me. And nobody can come near me when he's near. And that's Does that include kinda, phone calls? Uh, yeah, pretty much. He's okay, more or less so like, who's that? Why are they calling this time of night? It can be 8 o'clock at night. That's okay. early. Uh, you might have to get off the phone then because, you know, I don't want nobody coming trying <laughs> no, to find me. No. <laughs> right. No. No. no, but seriously, right. he's, he's, the, he's the type of crazy that will, um, yeah, he's. He's yeah. pretty much a fruitcake, but he. I'd be uh, like, brother, it was just a radio show. I need that brother outside right. the job. Like, hey, uh, I need to speak to Gypsy. <laughs> but no, he's um, he's a very intelligent man, and he's he's not mean at all. It's just he knows what he wants. He and he's he's like tunnel vision. It's like he doesn't focus on anything else. He has a one track mind, and in his mind. Yeah, pretty much. But no, and no, but in his mind, it's just the way he is. But he, um, and it took me a while to kind of see that, but it's a kind of a, a scary type of jealousy. It's like he is not the person that you really, really want to tick off. It's almost like he doesn't want to admit it, but he's, to me, he's bipolar. Um, he, can, he can sit down, kick it with you. He's very, very mild tempered, but within 2.2 seconds, Something can trigger him off, and the next thing you know, he's cussing you out. And mm-hmm. I think that just comes from his upbringing and the things that he was around. You know, he grew up like in a hood, hood, hood. You know, not in a hood, the hood. Um, and he, <laughs> like the only all, one. Right. The, the, the I mean, it was like, whoa, it was like a war zone growing up for him. So he was constantly having to watch his back, protect his, you know, siblings, (laughs) you know, constantly Mm -hmm. watch everything. So he's like really paranoid. But it was it was weird because here I was raised in the country and kind of really airheaded to city life. And when I was growing up, I was attracted to bad boys. And, of course, I think I picked the worst, not the worst, but the baddest one out there, I think, in my eyes. And it was, you know how opposites attract. And he was everything that my parents did not want for me, put it that way. Ooh, but he was a rebellion date. Oh, yeah, I was terrible. Yes, 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 I was a bad girl. But no, I wasn't that bad. But I was, you know, I just wanted to try new things. You know, um, mm. nerds and schoolboys were boring to me growing up. So mm. I, that's what I was attracted to. But I didn't know what I was getting into when I got with him. And so okay. I saw a lot and went through a lot and I didn't have to. And it wasn't until I got older when I realized that's not who I was. And I realized Gosh. I was too busy trying to change myself and not be myself. And I think that's part oh, of good. the reason why him and I couldn't, you know, stay together because his mindset was one way and my mind was just all over the place. So I didn't hold really know thought, what though. I wanted. I'm sorry. Hold that thought. No, hold that okay. thought because that goes. You go. You gonna sit up with us um, for a little bit for this next hour when we when we talk about the other subject? Because if so, we'll leave oh, you sure. on. So we're gonna get into um, a little bit of TLC and Houdini. Then we're gonna come back and we're gonna start <laughs> talking about who you surround yourself with and how that affects okay. you going to the next chapter. That was saying I wanted to pause you on that one. 
because we're in it. And, and just in case he's listening, we like to say the views and opinions of our callers ain't necessarily ours, and we don't need you showing up at no jobs, houses, or friends' places to tell us anything different. So I'm just saying, you chill out. We good. It's a radio show. All right. Yeah. TLC, y'all. <laughs>
you, we got And for anybody Who is playing challenge No offense Because now you got to say stuff like that Because now, you know, you, you offend anybody And they be trying to like Burn your house down and stuff So, if you don't have any friends You know Sorry about that for you uh, But yeah, uh, get some. They're a little bit more fun than none. All right, so hot. the topic of the day is, does who you surround yourself with influence you getting to the next chapter of your life, or are you a person who believes that positivity can overcome negativity all the time so it does not matter who's around you because it's not about them pulling you down. It's about you pulling them up. And if you have something to say, you can call 646-668-2574. We're running out of time, so we're going to give you about a 30, 40-second time limit to get in what you got to get in because we added a new co-host. Phyllis, we don't have, have a, a nickname for you, so your nickname is Phyllis. All right, cool. So, <laughs> so we always start out with Gypsy, and then we're going to go to you, Phyllis. Gypsy, okay. does it matter... Yeah. Who you hang around with and go to the next level, or do you believe in the power of positivity and destiny where you can pull up negative people with you, or you can pull yourself up even in the midst of negative people? Let's say you. And I don't mean just people you running around, me seeing them on a corner. I mean, this is your, your circle of friends who you spend time with. Get it in. It's both, actually. You know what I mean? Because it depends no. on the person. If you it, no, 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 hold on. Yeah, it's my opinion. Let me give it to you. No, you say you know <laughs> what I mean. I'm like, no. Okay, so it's it's it's, it's either or. It's, it's it, for me, it's not either or because you can be a very positive person and you know just speaking positivity and trying to do something, but you it. The people you surround yourself with, you could be dragging them to positivity. You know what I mean? They could not, and they could be going kicking and screaming or just sluggishly going, and it slows down your progress and what you could be doing to achieve. So you have to be careful with who you surround yourself with in terms of where you're going. And what, where they are going, if they can even identify with what you're saying. But even in that regard, depending on how strong you're, if I was to say, you know, in a Judeo-Christian church, black Baptist church way, your light shines, <laughs> uh, you know, you would have to, you know, you would have to if that light in you is strong, it's going to affect those people around you. You know. But can't you come back for them? Like, why would you want the dead weight? Can't you just go do what you do and just come back for them? Yeah, that's you know, you see that, that in the movies good. all the time. That shit sounds good in theory, and that's the movies. Like, you know, I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm moving if 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 listen. If I get $2 billion, it's a lot of people that I don't know you. 
I don't want to know you. I'm not trying to be around you. So you uh, you that brother they say money changed you. You damn right. It, it changed it changed my phone number, my address. <laughs> so so let me sum this up. Because we got extra personal, so we're going to move on for a second. So what you're saying is, if I get if I'm, if I get this right, it's not about the positivity or the negativity. It's about the strength of the parties and if the one person who is moving is strong enough to either overcome or pull up the negative people with them. But if they're not, then they have to let them go and then go on their own. But then they ain't never coming back. Is that what I'm getting? Hey, listen, you got two musical examples real quick. You got two musical examples. I ain't seen Lionel Richie do another Commodore's album since he since he left. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Why are you bringing up Lionel? Here you go. Go ahead. He's going to get me in trouble. I, I, I'm just saying. It's historically accurate. <laughs> Again, let me say, Lionel, the views of this Negro are not necessarily the views of the show, and and, and I do not condone this talk. Okay, go ahead. But it is it is the views of Billboard. Okay, and <laughs> ain't nobody trying buy a Jackson's album after Michael left. All right, now go on to Phyllis. Okay, Phyllis. Um, <laughs> he going to have us boycotted. And your, your, your ex-husband going to shoot us, and then all his people oh, pissing no. him going to boycott us. So what is your perspective? Can you, can you, can, can you succeed with negative people around you do you have to have positive people around you? Does it not matter? Is it based off of the strength of your resolve and your ability? What say you about getting to the next chapter of your life and who you surround yourself with? Okay. Um, well, and this is my personal opinion. I truly believe that when you surround yourself around positive people, that positive energy will definitely rub off on you. Uh, no matter how strong we claim to be, a person's personality is, is pretty much who they are, right? And mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, you hang around things that you're attracted to or you want to be more like. So when you surround yourself around somebody that makes you laugh, that makes you happy, that fills your spirit, that gives you light about life, you're going to constantly cling to that person or you're going to try to get closer to that person or you'll find yourself changing yourself to be more like that person. And a person's spirituality, or or should I say their, their personality, rather, is very strong in so many ways. Um, I'm sure you've heard of, you know, a person's spirit. You know, you have good spirits mm-hmm. and you have bad spirits. You have negative spirits and you have positive spirits. If you're constantly in a down slump and you ho- you hover yourselves around people that are like that, I don't care how strong you claim to be, that same spirit on them is going to jump on you. And because it becomes a way of life, 
it's hard to fight through something that you don't know what you're fighting, for one thing, and you develop that same personality. Children at young ages, from the time they start developing a personality, absorb what they are, are taught by their parents or their surroundings. And you ever heard of that saying, kids live what they learn? That's a true statement. Mm-hmm. If you grow up in a household where there's bickering and arguing, cussing and fighting, nine times out of ten, that child is going to grow up to be the same way. Not all the time, but um, I would say more than 50% of the time. Now, you do have some that get a little rebellious. They don't want to be like their parents. They want to be different. But if you notice their lifeline as they get older, by the time they're middle age. The one thing they fight against the most is the one thing they end up being. You have people who have addictions. You have people who have uh, bipolar disorders. You have all kinds of things that they can't help. But when they surround themselves like that for a period of time, they become like that whether they want to or not. And that's a proven fact statistically, you know, in in psychology. Um, Now, I'm not saying that's always right. But a majority of the time, yes, I'm, I'm a strong believer that when you surround yourself around positivity, um, good spirits, that's going to rub off on you and that's going to make you want to be more like that person or you're going to end up developing that positivity yourself or you're going to end up sharing it with someone else. Okay. So let me, let me break this down. One, I agree with you. People who study psychology are just better looking and great people. I don't know why I feel that way. Maybe I don't know. But, yeah, so as I was saying, what I'm getting from you is that that positivity and negativity are energy, that no matter how strong or weak you are, they rub off, and that it's better to have a collection of positive people around you to push you and lift you up and grow together than have someone pulling you down and also in the in the terms of nature versus nurture, you mm-hmm. become what you are nurtured by. Sometimes, even if you don't want to, because that's how you learn to figure out and navigate the world, and so you end up becoming that, regardless of whether or not it's something that you gravitate to, because it becomes what you know. And so, therefore, yeah. and so therefore, positivity is always a better choice than trying to pull up negative people and have them surround you. Okay? It does. I, I, I agree. Okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my take is this. Fools get you hurt. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. <laughs> and sometimes it's not about positivity and negativity. It's about mm-hmm. people pulling things toward them. Now, we have a, a, a friend and a loved one in common who just, he could find trouble in the middle of still waters. Just, he could. Love yeah. him. Live and die for him. But you had to be careful because he could find trouble, you know, like he didn't need, like, you know, like the metal detectors to find metal. He didn't need a trouble. He didn't need the trouble detector to find trouble. It just came and tapped him on the shoulder and be like, "What's up, homie? And how you doing?" <laughs> and so, <laughs> what we doing today? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, my belief is this: even if you're strong enough to pull them up, you might not be lucky enough to survive them. 
So my thing is, I'm for the comeback. Like, if you negative this, that, and the other, I'll just go do my thing and then come back, help you out. Like I said, if I owned a business and my mother was losing me money, I would fire her and pay her to stay home because I would rather give you money after making money than give you money for losing money. That's just the way I am. So I do believe that all of it is valid, and you just have to decide which person you're in, person you are and what situation you're in. But depending on how much trouble and how much negativity a person brings, they end up pulling you into a situation where you get harmed just because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, and that's something even positivity might not be able to pull you out of. So that's my take. And so you've heard three different takes. We did this quick because we running out of time and we was, you know, we, we went back. So we're going to play this song for Who You Are by Rez, and then we're going to get back into the closing part of the section. So conclusion is, yes, who you hang around with can affect how you get to the next chapter. But how you decide and the decisions you make they're based on you and based on what you believe that you can handle and survive. All I got to say is choose wisely because once you're gone, ain't no coming back. So we're going to just get into res for who you are. I don't know if this is a good song. Gypsy said it is. So I'm going to believe him, and then we're going to get back. This is TNC Radio, the next chapter, with your co-host, A-Town, and my man, Gypsy Stone, and our guest host, Better known as Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll talk about that. Okay, cool, Ben. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just call me Phil. <laughs>
I'm just being honest with you. They, how can I say, Caucasian Americans. That's stuff that's like that. That's what they eat. What is this a cucumber sandwich? What is going to cucumber sandwich? What is on a cucumber sandwich? Yes. Yes. That's what. <laughs> All right. You got to explain this. What comes on a cucumber sandwich? The only thing I can think of is you can either put Miracle Whip or um, a regular mayonnaise. No. Because it sounds pretty nasty to me. Oh, I'm serious. Oh, my. Or sometimes some people just use, like, um, what is that? Uh, some type of ranch dressing or some type of uh, sour cream or whatever, and they put it on bread, and they eat it like a sandwich. I kid you not. I Are know, right? Poor? No, no, it's are they, are they psychotic? No, no, it's just not. What, what is their illness? It's not. <laughs> what is their illness? They have to have an illness. No. <laughs> I have to no call idea. those wish meat sandwiches. I'm sorry. I'm dragging over here. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> she said a cucumber sandwich. Oh my goodness, brother! He, know, wouldn't, right? he wouldn't get arrested because he'd fall on the train tracks and kill himself. Okay, next. Right. All right. So there we go. There, there we go. I have a question regarding that. Okay. Do you think? Do you think that they would sell those at Popeyes? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Mm-mm. Oh no. That just brought up another question. And we gonna, since you're the guest host, we're going to point all these at you, Dr. Phil. Oh, what, sandwich, okay. <laughs> what sandwich, and this is based on recent news, what sandwich would you stab somebody over? Oh, would I stab somebody over? Mm-hmm. Because you know somebody got killed at a Popeye's, and they are, they're arguing over chicken sandwich. So what sandwich would you kill somebody over? A big fat juicy steak sandwich. Okay. If it's see. the kind that I like, if it's done right, oh, you getting hurt? <laughs> see, 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 that was a litmus test. See, now we know that you need help because you're supposed to be no sandwich. No sandwich should you be stabbing someone over. That, that was a trick question. You go in the psychotic pile. You. Like, <laughs> Brothers, and you, and you heard this. If you run into her, understand <laughs> that if you order a steak sandwich or you touch hers, you might not make it home. I'm just saying. So when you go out with her, order a cucumber sandwich or some variation thereof to make sure you stay alive. Because apparently steak will get you stuck. I'm just saying. <laughs> I stabbed you for a steak sandwich. Okay, I can't wait to hear your affirmation. So, Jesse, <laughs> we're going to our affirmations. Next week, your own affirmation was to um, stay busy and stay productive. And if there's any more, let me know. How'd you do with your affirmation? And is it the same or are you adding something more to it? No, nah, man, I ain't got, I ain't got, I really don't have time to add nothing else to it. I just need to stay there. I, you know, as, <laughs> as you, I, you know, you've been in a back room uh, uh, gambling spots and, and the Vegas 
I'm going to hold. I don't need no more cards. I'm right. I'm good right where I'm at. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so tell everybody what your affirmation is so we can hold you accountable. I'm just remaining productive, not busy, but productive. Okay. All right. Before oh wait 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 I have to say this before we before we leave. No, um, I'm joking. I, okay, no, what is I, it? Not, not that I'm the most patriotic brother on the planet, um, but I do want to say to all the Marines that are listening, happy birthday to you, all of you. Okay, all of us, and to any veteran, past or present, who are listening. Oh yeah. Happy Veterans Day to all of you, and thank yeah, you. Yeah, my so dad was a veteran. I forgot. Yeah, happy <laughs> yeah. Ve- hey, happy hey, and happy Veterans Day to you. Happy Veterans Day to my dad. Happy Veterans Day to my brother. Happy Veterans Day to everybody. Because though I think our government is dumb as a box of rocks, I still appreciate and understand your service and e- what you do, even when dumb people tell you to do it. Because you live your creed, and so I give you props for that. I'm always down for the service. I just think the people who direct them sometimes, they need enemas of the brain. Okay, so happy Veterans Day to everybody. Um, Miss, Miss um, Phil, Dr. Phil, yeah. what, what is your yeah. affirmation? Um, my affirmation would be in order to love others, you definitely have to love yourself. Love yourself enough to live your life. Because you only have one life, one body, one mind. Take care of it. So your affirmation is to love better, more deeply, and more often. Yes. Okay. So we're going to expect that next week. Now, when you love people, do it in spirit. Because if you just run up and touch people nowadays, you know, (laughs) we're in the Me Too everything. Like, if you look at somebody... in a way, you know, you can you won't might not make it to the next show. So my my affirmation was like I said, to read one book a week and to stay productive. I did stay productive. I did not finish the book because I'm reading a book that is based, it's called the emotion code. And so it has stuff in it about muscle testing to identify parts of your um your body or, or or your anatomy that has emotions trapped in it and then means of releasing it. So this has actually turned out to be a workbook. So I'm going to be in it another week. And then, you know, after it, I'm going to talk about it to see what it is because, you know, I brought some nicotine magnets and some other stuff to do different kind of massages and stuff. I'm expanding my, my clinical my clinical view. I'm more than just, uh, uh, you know, a clinician with a cute face. So, yeah, that's it. So, Our show was about who you surround yourself with. And basically, we didn't give answers. We just gave suggestions. And so you just have to decide what kind of person you are. And then that's going to decide who you surround yourself with and how much work you have to do. So we got a couple minutes. So we want every um, Gypsy and, and Dr. Phil, you can give us information about what you're doing in the next week, how we can get in touch with you, anything that you think is important. Basically, got about two minutes apiece. So break it down. We're going to go. Wait a minute. I have a question, though, because you said you surround people. Dr. Phil, you said you surround yourself with people, you know, who you want to be like, you know, who, who you can get stuff from. 
So would you say that Gypsy is hanging around me because he wants to be taller, or is this because he's my brother? I'm just saying. Definitely okay. Because he, he wants to be your brother. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. So, Gypsy, how do we get in touch with you? What you got going on for the week? What's happening? I'm getting my billion, so uh, my number's going to change. My address. No. <laughs> <laughs> we will not see Gypsy next week. He is going to, to Dubai, and he, he's like, everybody's out. <laughs> I'm going to Dubai, so goodbye. <laughs> okay. You guys are so funny. Oh my God. Just will not be here next week. <laughs> and, it's, and it's hard to believe that this is a serious show. But um, and um, Dr. Phil, we didn't tell you, uh, Monica is with the ignorant intellectuals. So. We will talk about deep and meaningful subjects. So it can get real tricky sometimes. So, <laughs> Dr. Phil, tell us something about yeah. your week, what you're going to be doing. Break something down for us. Okay. Um, well, I'm actually going to be promoting my two businesses as well. I do uh, credit repair with Nove. Um, if you know of anybody that's interested in building credit, restoring credit, or just repairing their own credit, um, they can definitely see me on my website, <clears throat> which is platham50 at nove.com. Or Did you, you say that slow? Yes. platham50 at nove.com. Okay. That's N-O-V-A-E.com. And also, uh, my other business, my second business, I am definitely into helping people save up to 50, uh, actually up to 80% on travel if you're interested in flights, hotels, car rentals, or, or just saving money. You can also reach me at platham50 at iboomerang.com. Um, and if you can't remember the sites, you can always go to 68 Phil, P-H-Y-L at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to give you more information. Yeah, that's one of the emails. So we got platham <laughs> at nove.com, platham50 yes. at iboomerang.com. iboomerang. And iboomerang. And what was the last one you said? My my regular email, 68-P-H-Y-L at gmail. That's my personal email. You're welcome to write me. Send me an email if you want questions on both or just overall questions about what I do. But remember, she got somebody attached who ain't right, so don't leave any digital footprint. <laughs> I'm just saying. It is not that bad. <laughs> and don't and please don't ask her for it. It is family. not that bad. <laughs> I was being definitely not the steak sandwich. That'll get you shocked. <laughs> Because she said so she would starve you for a steak sandwich. But she said a good one. So you, if you if you give a steak sandwich, make sure it ain't seasoned properly. She might only whip you behind. You are so wrong. <laughs> you said it. The answer is no sandwich. I know. You only gave an answer. So I'm just like, she gave an answer. I'm like, she thought about it. 
Okay. You can reach me at relationshipcookbook.com or Anthony at relationshipcookbook.com for the email. I'm doing an online release, re-release of Relationship Cookbook, new cover, same content, and then I'm going to do a physical book release later on in November, to be more like the beginning of December. So that's relationshipcookbook.com. The new site will be up by this Friday. So what you see, if you go there today, is going to be different, and I'm going to have a venue called Ask Anthony, and I'm also going to have Relationship Top Tens. So once a month, so once a month, I'm going to put up relationship top tens for you to read, and then you know we're going to discuss those in another thing, and then we also have Ask Anthony, so you'll be able to it'll be a little chat room where you can ask questions, and then I could give advice and other people give advice. But I'm letting you know if you give bad or stupid advice, I'm going to cut you off because we ain't sit here for harming people. You know this is about real stuff. So this is the next chapter radio. We got about a minute left. We're gonna get into get into our um eye on the spell out like the fake gypsy soul child, our guest, Dr. Phil in the house, not the old bald white guy. And then, you know, we about to say goodnight. Um always work on getting to the next chapter, y'all. Peace, y'all have a good one. Don't go to bed with no price on your head. No, 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 no. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. with the
Every day. 